Our Father in heaven, we pray that as we look at these proverbs, uh, these sayings that have stood the test of time, we pray that we might be able to feel the weight of them and also to reflect around them. We pray at this time also, Father, for your Holy Spirit so that not only can we know the wise saying but also know when to apply it. And we pray this for Christ's sake. Amen. Well, your first problem and my first problem is I'm no good at Hebrew. The word re, uh, I understand, means anything from friend through to neighbour. So that when, you tr- when it is translated by our translators of the Bible, they have to make a decision as to whether you put in friend or whether you put in neighbour. One of the commentaries suggested that a really good translation would probably be fellow. That is, there is the close fellow and the other fellow so that there is a wide range. So when we come to look at these proverbs, uh, you may find friend through to neighbour as a suitable translation. Now I'm going to give us five proverbs to consider. You have an outline in your uh, sermon um, notes that were given to you on the way in. but I'm going to also ask you to participate. That is, I want you to say things on the screen from time to time. Now, my first proverb is Proverbs 18, verse 24. One who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. I think every parent has said to their child at some stage or other, stay away from those friends, they are not good for you. Has that ever happened to you? It did to me. And then there were others, <laughs> there were other sayings like, it really would be a good idea if you had that friend. They did it in different language because that friend would be a good influence upon you. Now, basically, that's what that's saying. One who has unreliable friends come to a ruin and there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. That is, there is someone that your parents probably pointed out, now, that would be a really good friend to have. And sometimes, I know, they have actually stuck with them the whole of their life. Good, wise saying. Now, mostly you will see at the top there, consider. And mostly that's what I'm going to do with all of these uh, proverbs. Except at this point, I'm going to urge you as strongly as I can to choose this friend, the capital F, capital R, capital I, capital E, capital N, capital D. You know how to spend friend, don't you? 
Our English teacher taught us, fry the end of your friend. You know that? Who are you taught English by? What? Oh, Mr Quinn used to teach me that anyway. Okay, so friend, make sure you have Jesus as your friend. Okay, that's absolute, I press that upon you, that you know him. Now, because he is the friend, capital F, capital R, capital I, capital E, capital N, capital D, the friend, you listen to what he says. And I will also suggest you do what he does. That is, what does he uh, say? You are my friend if you do what I command you. Good idea. I urge you to do that. Now, the other thing that happens is he says things about friendship. He says, for example, in John 14, 21, and I'll probably say it authorised version so I can remember it. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me and I will love him and my father will love him and I will manifest myself to him. In other words, what Jesus does is, as we obey him, so he reveals more of himself to us. If you don't obey him, well, close it back again. Now, can I suggest that it's a really good way to test out friendships. Just be alert to that. If you reveal yourself suddenly with all that sort of stuff and then you fall out, well, guess what? He's got all sorts of weapons for you, against you. So be wise in the way you reveal yourself. Uh, I suggest that. Beware of the unreliable. <clears throat> now, I'm talking about friends and doing what he commands, what does he say? Well, one of the things he said, is we just read here, do good, love your enemy, do good to those who hate you, pray for those who persecute you. In other words, basically, I think Jesus is saying, be a friend to everyone. Always keep on trying to do the best for them. Now, in the doing of all of that, here are some wise proverbs to consider. Consider the level of friendship. It would be crazy for you to reveal yourself like that to someone who is your enemy. Jesus didn't do it. Remember, when he had the Last Supper, he knew that Judas was going to betray him. So, what did he did? He secretly arranged for it so it wouldn't get in the way. Did he stop being his friend? No, in the Last Supper, he gave him the sop, the last opportunity for Judas to respond. Okay, first one, consider levels of friendship. Now, this is what I want you to do by way of participation. I want you to read it for me now with me, please. One who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. 
He will never leave you and never forsake you. Next one. Consider loyalty in friendship. That's uh, Proverbs 19.6. Many carry favour with a ruler and everyone is the friend of one who gives gifts. (laughs) Now, that's just a fact of life. Uh, Archbishop... uh, Good here. I'm going to say this publicly because he said it publicly. Uh, when he retired as Archbishop, uh, he had to go back to St Andrew's house for some reason or other uh, a week later. And so he went back and he came to the front desk and he said, oh, could I see so-and-so, please? I have an appointment. If you could just ring that through, please. The receptionist said... Uh, whom shall I say is calling? <laughs> and then Harry says, rooster one day, feather duster the next. <laughs> I t- just be aware of the fact that if you've got station or something like that, they, they're, gonna, they're just going to be gravitating to you and they'll forget you soon. I, t- I, took, this vo- I took this off the internet Here is a photo of the next Prime Minister. This was just recently. Okay. Who is it? You know? Anybody know who it is? Julie Bishop. That's right. Well, that's very good. That's very clever. I'd forgotten. I had to look it up. (laughs) But while she was, you know, looks like the likely Prime Minister, everybody knew. Okay. Well... Give her another couple of weeks and everybody will have forgotten who she is. Your position will attract. Now, the other thing is, if you're a generous person, let me tell you, that also will attract. And it will attract people. That, In fact, in, in the Proverbs it says some things like, if you want people to listen to you, give them gifts. Now, that's just the way the world goes. But be aware of that because there will be times when you will lose that position or you won't be generous and suddenly you'll be forgotten. doesn't mean you don't make friends with those sorts of people, but just consider that as you do it. Beware the advantage seekers. Next one. Proverbs 27, 6. Consider candour in friendship. Wounds from a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multiplies kisses. Uh, My wife and I were invited one evening to uh, a clergyman's place, he and his wife, it was lovely, and we looked forward to it, but we knew them well. Uh, And when we got there, found that two others had also been invited, two clergymen. Uh, friends, uh, very able preachers. Anyway, there was a lovely evening and it got round to politics. One clergyman's single friend said, I cannot believe that you are Christian and still vote liberal. The other one said, I cannot believe that you are a Christian and still vote Labor. Uh, There was a fairly candour exchange. Uh, The couple who were hosting, they left the room and I said to Dorothy, I think we will also. (laughs) Now, 
Next day, were they still friends? Yeah, (laughs) fine, (laughs) no problem. And they were, they were very fine friends. However, they were candid in the expression of their equipment. Now, you know, hopefully, well, I don't know, depends on your personality, how you'll express yourself and all that sort of stuff. But allow for difference of opinion in friendships. Look for straight talkers, I say. Uh, one of those gentlemen, in fact, both of them really, I became, they were older than me and they were very kind to me and took me under their wing and so on. Now, on one occasion I was preaching at a rather large, it was a large convention type thing and it was one of those times when I actually thought I had people listening to me. And as I preached, I sort of got into it and so on, which was fine. A couple of days later, I receive a letter from this particular friend. And it said, Reg, I don't know how to say this, but I just had that uncomfortable feeling that you were showing off. And he was right. Now, that is a good friend. And I was happy to receive... Well, I wasn't happy immediately. (laughs) But I was happy to receive it because he was a friend. Now, allow for straight talkers, and I suggest actually have some straight talkers as your friends. Also, beware of the flatterer. There are some people who just flatter and flatter. (laughs) And I think, oh, switch off. You know, at this point, I mean, it sounds nice and I'm really pleased, but, you know. This same person who was the straight talker told me, when they say to you, Reg, you could have kept on preaching, don't you believe it? (laughs) They're up. (laughs) In other words, just look for straight talkers. Now, what I'm doing is, still I have friends who are flatterers, that's fine, but just be aware of what's going on and you've got to keep on thinking in your mind, how can I be helpful to this person because of my chief friend, Christ. Next one. Consider sensitivity in friendship or feelings in friendship. Now, I was going to get you to say them, wasn't I? Anyway, I'll do it after this one. Seldom set foot in your neighbour's house Too much of you and they'll hate you. There's a great illustration here which will come up. That's one. The other's, oh, not again. Now, allow for space in your friendships. Don't overdo it. I had one child who was a very straight talker and I can... The door was shut in his room and I could hear him saying, look, it's about time you went home. I've had enough of you here now. (laughs) I don't know where that's... Well, anyway, just allow people sufficient space, even though they're good friends and you are the most... um, Uh, what shall I say, interesting person he's ever met or she has ever met. Now, 
I want to, the second thing I think is also important. Don't, just be aware, don't, don't isolate friendships. Now, uh, a, there was a book by C.S. Lewis, it's an old book, called The Four Loves, and I think that's where I saw this. Now, it talked about this. He said, there was a Mr. A and a Mr. B and a Mr. C. Mr. A really enjoyed Mr. B's company. Now, what he, what he did was he just wished that Mr. C wasn't around so that he can enjoy him more, that company, you know. Now, as it happened, Mr. C died. To the surprise of Mr. A, Mr. B suddenly lost something that only Mr. C could bring out in him. In other words, don't be like that. You actually, there are people who can bring sort of parts of personality out and grow people that you can't. So, just be aware of that. Now, what you do is beware of the affirmation seekers. You know those people who come and you're talking with someone, they interrupt and they take over and you think, oh, get lost. You know, that is, they can't, their, their personality is such that they need affirmation. Now, again, it doesn't mean you don't, you don't uh, be kind to them and, you know, work hard for them. But just be aware, consider what's sensitivity. Next one. Consider personal growth in friendships. As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Say that with me now, because I keep on forgetting. Together. As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. There are some people, aren't they, who, after you've gone away, they've sort of challenged you somehow or other, and you think, oh, I'm going to change, or I'm going to be better at this. Uh, there are some, some guys that I know who just, they're my age or whatever, and they're so fit, and I think, oh, I must make sure that I'm fitter. <laughs> I must be more. Or they are just accurate in what they say and I think, oh, I must be more. Can I say there's great value in having people who challenge you? Not too much. <laughs> Sometimes I think, oh, that's enough. But just be wise about all of that. On the other hand, don't just be aware of the people who put you down. And you can have so much of them and then not a, no more sort of thing. I and uh, you will know two twins about my age, very, very able engineers, both of them. They really are. Anyway, we were talking, I don't know how it came up, but later on I said, oh, you know, I said, how do you guys go in your exams when you're, you know, doing them all? And they said, oh, pretty well. I said, oh, what did your parents think of that? He said, it was hopeless. I said, what do you mean? He said, I'd come home and I'd say, well, I got 98, uh, Dad. And he'd say, what, what about that other 2%? And I'd say, well, you did you good because you really are good engineers. 
he said, no, it didn't. He said, it just kept on crushing me all the time. Now, be aware when that happens. It doesn't mean you can't be friends with those people, but do be aware of what's going on. And if you're like me, I think, okay, that's enough at this point of time and then I'll so on. In other words, consider personal growth in friendship. Now, to finish off, to conclude the sermon, what I want to say is give just a couple of handy hints. First of all, keep evaluating friendships. Two things to do. First of all, just try and work out what's going on. Levels of friendship, loyalty, openness, sensitivity, personal growth or the opposite. But keep on trying to evaluate. Um, Now here's a little exercise I'll give you. Okay? Look before you leap. Is that good advice? Yeah, of course it is. It's good to consider things and so on. Okay, that's good advice. He who hesitates is lost. Is that good advice? Yeah. <laughs> like there were, I can remember there was a, an issue where if I moved quickly, it was going to be terrifically advantageous. So I did. I really did. Now, which is the right one? It depends, doesn't it? What you need is you need wisdom to be able to use the right proverb at the right time. Can I just encourage you to be reflectors on life and keep on trying to work all those things out so that you will have wisdom. Now, today is in the church calendar, Pentecost, the giving of the Spirit. I encourage you to keep on praying for the Spirit so that you'll not only know the right word but also have the right application of that word. That's one of the handy hints. Here's the other one. We'll say this one. Keep fearing the Lord, okay? Say it together with me. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. I encourage you to know the Lord well. There are no shortcuts as far as I can see or if you do know them, tell me. Save me a lot of bother. Well, my custom is to read the Bible and pray each morning so I just get myself right under God and just sort of work out how things are in this world. I urge you, you can consider this because we've all got different um, types of personalities and so on, but I encourage you, whatever way, keep making knowing the Lord a daily thing somehow or other. I kept on pressing people to read the Bible and this particular person said to me, well, I I actually don't like reading the Bible. Uh, What I like to do is actually I've 
found there's an audio tape which and I said, well, that's, that's fine. But, but whatever you do, somehow or other work out how you keep on keeping in touch with Christ, with the Lord. Anyway, there you go. That's my sermon on Proverbs. I'll say a prayer now and I hope it's been helpful some way. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for these words of wisdom that have lasted the generations. Uh, Give us, we pray, first of all, understanding of them and the memory to keep them. We also pray, Heavenly Father, for your Holy Spirit so that we'll get the thrust of what you are saying in the scripture and be able to work out when it's appropriate to follow which command or advice. So we pray, Father, that you will have mercy upon us. We pray that we will be dominated constantly by the freedom which we have in Christ Jesus. We pray, O God, that you will be with us as we make our way in this world. We pray that we will go with wisdom. We ask these things for Christ's sake. Amen.